good. <laughs> I think we're supposed to talk about Thanksgiving and stuff now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but Adam, I always thought Thanksgiving was a time when you're supposed to sit at home with your family and eat and watch TV and go to the bathroom and... Um, <laughs> so, um, what are all these people doing outside? <laughs> uh, I think they're all homeless. Really? <laughs> all these people are homeless? Wow. <laughs> you know, that sucks. Because it's like if they're homeless, why are they giving them a parade? They should be giving them food and a place to stay. A parade's not going to make them happy. It's like, I'm starving and I'm homeless and I've got no money, but oh, look, there's a Garfield balloon. Ah, that's very nice. Oh, yeah, I feel great. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Whoa, 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 whoa. This isn't episode 200. This is 201, so... No, I know, I know that. I have another issue. Oh, God, what's the issue? What's with this co-host shit? I heard from Jeff Teolis on a national podcast... A national Interna- podcast. It's actually international, because they are... International. You mean on the internet, just like ours is? Yes, but they are international, because it's too different country people and everything like that. So it is country people. Okay. Uh, and he says, I should be a host, not a co-host. Get with the times, Mr. Hallett. Um, the podcast was my idea. So I'm the host, but who did you pick? So wait a sec. So does David Dennis consider you to co-host? I have no idea how that wait works. A sec. What does he say on your podcast? That's a good question. I, I don't listen to it, Bruce. So maybe you could tell me what he says. I think he calls you the other, like a host. Oh, so if David Dennis, who, de- who made uh, you know, pinball chronicles, which is also being heard on uh, TPN. You, See, you, mean, I did the- you mean the thing I came up with the name for? Yes. Yes. But he came up with the concept. Yeah, he did. So he, did. he is the host and you would be the co-host, but he doesn't call you a co-host. He calls you a host. Okay, what should I call Bruce people? You send in your uh, correspondence to um, slamtillpodcast at gmail.com and tell us, should Bruce be a host or a co-host? Yes. I we think need, we need to know these things. We need I to know I've these things. I deserve this. I deserve some recognition. Well, let our listeners decide if you deserve to be host or co-host. Although that's going to change the whole intro. You have to change a little bit. We have changed stuff in the intros in the past. How would that we can grow? Up, we can grow and I'm become host, better Ron people. Hallett, I want equal my, rights. Here with my other host, uh, my... Co- no, no, no. With, with And also hosting. And also hosting? That sounds bizarre. But I want equal rights. Equal rights. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, you will get to edit this episode then. Okay, great. It e- won't be edited. Equal editing. No, no. There's no editing. <laughs> I chose no editing. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're good on this. Yes. Well, welcome to 201. Welcome to 201. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. 200 was awesome. I love 201. 200. That was that was good. That was really good. Thank you again to Glenn. Thank you, you to Glenn. Awesome- Thank you to Mark Panacho. Yes. Mark was awesome in the interview. And he put us over on the Bond 60th stream too. Did he? Yes, he did. What did he say? Yeah. Well, oh, you didn't watch it? No, I didn't watch that part. Fail. We're good guys. We made him feel comfortable and stuff. Good, because he is a great guy, and I we don't we're not here to make people's lives a living hell, except for some manufacturers. <laughs> <laughs> like Stern. Uh. Yeah, like Stern. Uh. <laughs> uh. 
and uh, uh, spooky. Uh, oh, okay, housekeeping here. So we housekeeping, are. Housekeeping, fluff your pillow. <laughs> so, um, to those waiting to be guests. Yes, we are in now preparations H. We, we are in preparation H. <laughs> yes, we, we have not forgot about you. We have not forgot about you. Nope. We know you emailed us in December and it's yes. now in February and it'll be in March. It will be in March. We do have a couple things coming up in March also. We are doing a solo episode here because we are testing new software. Yes. Just to pull back the curtain. Ooh. <gasps> since, the show started, <laughs> since the show started, we've been using Skype. Yes. With a uh, MP3 Skype recorder program. And... Oh, I lost you. So as I was saying before, our new product completely crapped out on us. Yes. Uh, we, we have been using uh, Skype with MP3 recorder to do our podcasts. And it's getting kind of old in the tooth because when we have guests now, it's like Skype. I don't have a Skype account. And uh, I, I was on a pinball trip recently where there had a Microsoft employee was like, you're still using Skype, really? And, and Microsoft owns them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we are trying Zencaster, which is what a lot of the other podcasts are using. And we just crashed it. And we just had a complete failure as, uh, yeah, Bruce disconnected from the call, reconnected, and then he couldn't hear me. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to get out and his entire machine locked up and i couldn't even control delete yeah and we've been waiting five minutes for him to reboot five minutes is more like 15 okay you're being very nice it's been a while yes yes so uh we turned the video off and we're gonna try this if this locks up again we're gonna go back to skype and this <laughs> Fuck yeah. or we could just blame bruce machine we can do that yeah it's gotta be it hey 2013 was a great year for computers uh 2013 you so getting <laughs> is, that, is that what you're using? Yes. No wonder. What an idiot. Get a new machine. I have an i7. It's very powerful. So you're the actual issue. Okay. No, I'm never the actual issue. Yes, I'm the you good are. thing. I'm yeah. the host. Yeah, oh, the host. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, somehow we didn't lose the recording, even though he's completely locked up. It's still copied over the file. So that, that was impressive. I'll that say that. That was impressive. So that's why, going back to guests, that's why we're so late. We had, we had all these other guests that we had on and we also have something coming up mm-hmm. in thing. march that's going to be kind of a new thing for us but we will get to you we are sorry <laughs> uh but we didn't want to do guests until we got used to this this product here <laughs> and we still might not want to <laughs> and, and we might, <laughs> we might go back to to skype for guests if we have them but i really this is a better way to go because it records each person locally so yes. in theory this should make Bruce sound spectacular. I'm even more Beautiful. awesome than he already sounds. Sexy. Yes. Very, very sexy. Yes. Okay. So episode 201, I got my notes right up here. Good. Let's go through them one at a time, buddy. Yeah. I did a Southern accent for no apparent reason. D Jenny's. Hey. And we didn't win. No, we didn't win. We had Joe Cherovino on here on episode 199, plugging the D Jenny's and mm-hmm. they occurred. And we have our winners. Yes, we do. Let's see. Uh, there's too many names here. I'm just going to give the winners here. Yes. See, we got, I'm going to go through them quickly. But most degenerate pinball tattoo. We have a winner, Alec, uh, Alan Gamboa. I think I said that right. Most degenerate ball save went to Dalton Eli. Mm-hmm. Most degenerate pinball DIY topper went to uh, Mrs. Pin. Mrs. Pin. Most degenerate pinball troll 
Cliff, Cliff Albert. Oh, God, there he is. is the champ. He is he uh, is the ultimate troll. Uh, let's see. Most there was no runner up. He was the only winner. Most yeah. degenerate pinball vehicle went to uh, Amy Kesting. Let's see. Most degenerate publication went to Nudge Magazine. Nudge. Most degenerate homebrew went to Tanner Petch. Let's see. The um, Norma Jennings Memorial Award for most degenerate pinball streamer went to Carlos De La Serta. I mean, I don't know if anyone is more degenerate. Mm. He's like streams, 24-hour streams starting at 1 in the morning. It's I, I don't know. His, he's on a different time zone. See, most degenerate pinball stance, Shannon Miles. Most degenerate pinball collection, uh, album runner-up, Ron Hallett. Wow, Rob Burke is a runner-up. He has a thousand games. I know. How the fuck? Wow, he was not degenerate enough, though. No, I guess not. The winner would be the Castleman's. Oh, Canada! I see how it is. Oh, Canada! Canada. We buy us all our stuff. <laughs> Most to degenerate homeland. Okay, okay. Most degenerate pinball score. That's easy. Travis Murray, zero zero. Yes. Let's see the uh, Al Siak Memorial Award for most degenerate pinball operator, Dan Beeson. I was run up on that. Uh, oh yeah, I see you. Most degenerate pinball restoration, Ashley Ludwig. Ashley. Yes, Ashley was rocking on that one. Most degenerate pinball event, twenty four hours at the Sanctum. <laughs> I love to put the name Jim Sanctum. Yeah, I didn't Jim know that was his last name. It's amazing. Yeah, I know. I know what his last name is, but he doesn't like to give it out to many people. <laughs> Most degenerate pinball commentator, Steve Bowden. Nice, Steve. Congrats. Most degenerate pinball artist is a Johnny Crap. I got his real name, Jonathan Bergeron. Wait a minute. Isn't that like, that sounds like Canadian. It does sound Canadian. Let's see. Uh, the Lyman Sheets Memorial Award for Pinball Degenerate of the Year. Coy Morris. Hi, Coy. Hi, Coy. I just saw Coy. His hair was as tremendous as ever. It was perfect. Most degenerate hair you should get. All right, so that, that was the Degenies. Uh, I hear there's another problem going on with Joe Sir. He's been doing like the investigative reporting. Oh, Joe Cheravino. He, he called out Stu McVicker. He's trying to insinuate that he was not the 1978 Playboy launch party champion. But there was a lot of misfacts on uh, Joe's side. He brought up the tournament from Bally in 1978 in February. But as we all know, Playboy did not come out until December 1978. And that is the large party that was done. And it was the first tournament at Bally was done at the Playboy Club in Chicago. Hotel. Stu is, or hotel. Stu has told us that it was at the Playboy Mansion. Maybe this was some kind of private event he was talking about. Mm. Maybe, maybe. Mm. Just, just for the high rollers or something. I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. It was a interesting back and forth. It was. Stu even had a picture of one of his, his car, car he won. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Joe has challenged Stu to a game of Playboy. Mm. Best of three, if I remember they said. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And it was the winner if... If Joe wins, Stu has to admit he lied. If he did lie. We don't know if he did. Oh, well, he, of course. Of course. And, and if Stu wins, what was Joe doing? I Joe think was had jo- to take it donate. all back, I think. Oh, no. He was donating. I think he said he was going to donate to um, a charity of Stu's choice. 
Mm. What would kind of charity would Stu have? Probably his self. Alcoholics Anonymous? No, it would be himself. The <laughs> Stu charity for betterment of Stu. Yes, the improvement of Stu. The problem is he, he did all this calling out in in February when he, he's challenging him at Pintastic, which is until September. I know, so it's going to be a long stretch. It's going to be a long stretch. So we'll, we'll probably pick that up closer to actual, uh, you know, maybe August or something. There you go. Uh, we got a twip mention. We, we got did? mentioned this week in pinball for our uh, 200th episode in our Mark Panaccio interview. I know. Woo-hoo! What did they say in the comments? We're not the easiest, or not the, not the cleanest, or what did it? What did, there was oh, actually? Oh yeah, there was a there was a comment. There yeah. was a, there was a snarky comment. <laughs> let's see. Hold on. You you. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Congratulations on 200 episodes. So this is the podcast. Ron and Bruce might be a little rough around the edges. There you go. But they continue to have an amazing humorous podcast. They touch on all areas of pinball, including tech and tournament talk, in a way that is enjoyable for everyone. I guess it's you that's rough around the edges, Ron. I'm sorry. No, no, that would be you. No, no, that would be you. <laughs> I was reading some of the comments, like on the. Uh, on our, you know, they have Twip has the uh, reviews, and like I tried to wa- listen to this because Ron's on the other one, and oh, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck yeah, you're not." Have we here. had an update for a while. Have we no, we haven't, but it was no. funny just, just seeing that. I was like, <laughs> "You wussy!" Oh, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, there's people like you know. I try to listen, but that Bruce man, I just, I'm just a I douchebag. I can't, I can't deal with him. Yes. Uh, okay. They don't deal with good knowledge. Being almost always right. Sorry, guys. Uh, almost, almost. Hey, at least you said almost always right. Yes, ninety nine point nine. Ninety nine point nine. Yep. Uh, whatever note. What? I uh, have a note here. Level zero in Nudge Magazine, Ooh. the aforementioned Nudge Magazine, the degenerate magazine of the year. There's pictures of my of level zero in there. Nudge, baby. It's not a porno magazine, Bruce. Why not? <laughs> He thought it was like a pinball, like, yeah, pinball-themed porn, where they all do it on pinball machines and shit. I thought I'd see Stu McVicker with his chest wide open on there, (laughs) showing off the hairs. (laughs) No, not on that play field. It's clear-coded. Do it over here. Ah, that's that. (laughs) But yeah, check it out. Nudge Magazine. We're in there. And so is, um, I think, Howard. Oh, Howard is Howard, good old um, Project Pinball. Yes. So he yeah, his his collections in there too. Nice. That's All bowling. Cool. I love his bowling theme. His bowling themed. It yep. is. I it love is it. Awesome. I love the chairs he have or, or chairs from a bowling alley. I know. It's that awesome. is awesome. And the shelving is just like the the things that you put the balls on. Yep. <sighs> it is classic. Co-host or host, we already talked about that. Oh yeah, we got it. <sighs> I got multiple files now to deal with. The edit's gonna be awesome. Even more. Uh, you know what? You know what? Mark Panacho said the editing was awesome. Yeah, see? You might be able to get next year Pinball Degenerate Editor of the Year. Yeah, I want Editor of the Year. There you, you go. edit me. Yeah, exactly. That alone should get me just like I should win every year. A fucking Twippy every year. Yes. Twippy every every podcast. So let's see. Um, well, Mark said I was a good editor on the Bond 60th stream they streamed Bond 60th. Yes, they did. Did you see any of it, Bruce? A little bit. Oh, you did? I did see this. I, I'd like to thank a uh, special shout out to Glenn again, because they kept mentioning that podcast that 
I was on or Mark was on without saying our name. And then Glenn <laughs> said our name in the chat at some point, And then they said it. Yes. Good. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn. Again. And thank you, Mark, for being on. Yes. And he got, he got to play along with Keith Elwin and Jack Danger. They played the Bond 60th. Pretty much was what I thought it would yeah. just going to be. I mean, that's, that's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Super fast, single level play yeah. field. Look cool. Look like it'd be really fun to shoot. Can't wait to see it on another product soon. Uh, so you're you're convinced they're going to reuse that play field? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I think they will. It'll be little tweaks and that kind of stuff, but I think most of it will be there. It had five sound options, which was weird. It had like 1964 chimes, 1974 chimes, 1975 chimes. And then they had the uh, uh, classic Stern. Good. Like 1980 classic Stern, and then they had modern. The weird thing is, if you pick the older ones, it was still playing the music. So it seemed mm, kind of weird to hear in chimes, but the music's playing. Yeah, I, I thought it'd be cooler if maybe the music only played in modern. I agree. And then the other ones, either it didn't have a background sound for the EM ones, or it had the Stern Meteor background sound for. <laughs> it just got out. That would have been cool. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going retro. Go all the way. Go all the way. Let's see. Uh, I had other notes here. The reels were really cool. Yes, they were. I real definitely agree with that. I was like, wow. And when we had Mark on, he said it's one of the reasons he, he wanted to do the game because he yep. wanted to program the reels. And it was quite impressive how, how they moved and all impressive. that. I wish they used more of them I know. instead of just the one set. But it was neat how it would to each player, it would just change to their score. You know, and, and it had the, the extra lighting for 10,000, 20,000, you know, the over the top tilt, you know, old, old school stuff. But I mean, it's not worth $20,000. We know that. I agree. It, it is a, it is a cash grab, but it looked cool. And uh, hopefully there'll be one at Texas. Hopefully. There's going to be a lot of shit at Texas. As, as, as we're going to see. Uh, I think that's going to be there. The other interesting thing is, uh, oh, George Gomez was there too. He came in late. And then he got someone inebriated. He was feeling no pain by the end of that stream. Oh, my. I hope someone drove him home. Uh, he was just in that that barrier, like right before slurring. We're just kind of, you know, skipping a word here or there, but not quite all the way there yet. So he did say some things during the stream that basically the expression lights are coming. <laughs> yeah, okay. Boom. So my, for my rush, I can finally get the expression lights. How long have you had your rush for? Uh, a year. Yeah, there you go. They're prioritizing, the, and actually not a year, but it came out a year ago. They're prioritizing games over accessories, which makes sense. But it doesn't make sense if the accessory is a year past of what the game is. I'm sorry. The games, the games take precedent, Bruce. They haven't taken precedent because they still have a backlog and they keep on. They're working on the backlog, Bruce. And they keep on still pushing out cornerstones. Yes, they have a new one coming out, which he exactly. basically said what it yeah. was on the air again. He mentioned something was foobard. Yes. It's like, oh, God, George. Okay. I know. So as soon as he said that, it's like, okay, it's definitely Foo Fighters. Yes. Because he does not know how to troll. If he says something, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Like the old, uh, your bond may be different than my bond. Just out of the blue, like, oh, okay, I guess bond is coming. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. But we do have the uh, tra teaser video for that new game for the Foo Fighters. We have teaser videos. We have multiple teaser videos. We had a teaser video for the Galactic Tank Force. 
Dun, dun, dun. From American Pinball. From Mr. Fix and company. Yeah. I, li- I like their logo. American, it's got the American flag on it, all that stuff. I, I want explosions and fireworks to go off as it appears, you know, the ultimate. Fuck yeah! yeah, basically, <laughs> fuck yeah, pinball. <laughs> yeah, Galactic Tank Force, and it's got silhouettes of four people on it. And they had a trailer that had different names that I didn't recognize that people were in the game, I guess. I guess one of them was uh, Sonya from Mortal Kombat 3 is in the game. So, you know, it'd be really cool. If they all join into a super tank, like a Voltron oh, tank. Oh, God, a Voltron tank. <laughs> all right, now we're talking. And I'll join and make the head. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Bruce, your, yours is the butt. All right, Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally just the butt. Seymour butt. Okay. Yeah, so that was their trailer. And then on this past Friday, we had the Foo Fighters trailer. Yes. Confirming Foo Fighters is the next game. Yep. And it's, I believe, yeah, George already Where's said it's Venom, it's, man. I thought Chris said Venom last year. Okay. Chris, Chris. Okay. Uh, you got me off of uh, my track here. Yeah, that was so easy. It is so easy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was just a basic trailer that tells you what the game is. Jack Danger's the designer, Tanya Kleiss on software, and I believe Zombie Yeti on art. He already said that on a previous yes. show. So we'll know it'll look good. We don't know how it'll play or what it'll look like, but we're going to find that out Tuesday. Tuesday. Because they have a they had a timer at Stern that says when the LEs are available. They're doing the thing where a couple of LEs are available on their site mm-hmm. that you can buy, and they have a timer, and it said it's Tuesday. The timer expires. So I'm assuming they're going to have the full trailer on Tuesday. But the funny thing is we haven't gotten our email for uh, being stern. Uh, oh. So. Hmm. Because hmm. I would figure the full trailer will come out where they show the game. And they'll probably do the uh, stern podcast thing where I have to log into the site to listen to the podcast. And it keeps timing out on me. Yeah. I'm curious to see what it looks like. I know a couple of people are our friends are interested in getting one. Or oh, will there be one at RPC? Zach has said possibly. Uh, wait a minute, like for him or yes. someone at yes, what? really? Yes, he's got Scooby Doo. He's going to get that. Well, he's trying to sell his Rush, so oh, that hurts. So if you're interested in the Rush people, contact Zach. Contact Zach. Where could they contact Zach Bruce at? Either at Rochester Pinball Collective or at slamtilt at gmail.com. It's slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, you don't know our email address, but uh, where is our PC? What happens if I want to visit Zach? I'm sure he'd love a visit. Uh, It is at 349 West Commercial Street in beautiful East Rochester, New York. Suite 2965. I don't know. I mean, is is there a lot of parking there? There's a ton of parking, There's sir. There's a ton of parking? Oh, man. Great. And it's all free. It's free? <laughs> yes, free parking. And later in the show, we're going to have an announcement about what's coming up. Oh, is this something I already know, or are you just springing something? I just talked to you about it before the show. Oh, okay, that thing. All right. I never know with you. Sometimes I don't even know what it is. Stop, stop till you drop. Stop, oh. stop, never stop. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Foo Fighters. Yes, we got a 90s band. Yes. My buddy, Chris, who goes with me to Indisc, 
he is a huge David Grohl fan mm-hmm. and Info Fighter. So I, I sent it to him. And what did he say? Buying right away. No. No, he's not he's not gonna buy what what is it? What are they now for a pro? 7K. Oh yeah, he's not buying. He's not buying one. But yeah. I'm sure he'd love to play one. Do I know any of their songs? They did the ABBA. I hope there's I not not ABBA. They did Bee Gees cover songs, so hopefully they have yes, some of they those. Yes, they did. Uh, I know the one. I know. Yeah. I think that might be the only one I know. Yeah, there's not many songs I know to Foo Fighters. I should. They're 90s, but I'm yeah, not a 90s I, I'm person. kind of like dropped out mid-90s after listening to things, I think. Uh, I dropped out when Soon Nirvana came out. Oh, Jesus. I just tapped. He, he was like, Jim, and I want my hair metal. You've ruined everything. Exactly. I don't want grunge. I want songs about, you know, chicks and blow and stuff. And Yeah. She's my cherry pie. Don't want to talk about flannel no more. <laughs> I want to talk about heroin use and flannel and flannel and and, and one word title songs all over the place. That was another yeah. brunch trademark. Dun, 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 the ballad of uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Nirvana. Dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's just yeah. I'm not a big '90s fan. No, I I hope it plays well, but uh, it's, it's definitely one theme. You know, people don't like Bond. Some people don't like this. Some people don't like that. I do not like the Foo Fighters. And people talking about bringing out pins with newer music. How a way to alienate your, you know, your your old people fans. Yeah. yeah. I don't see many new people going. Ooh, I'm going to spend seven thousand dollars on a new game. No, they're going to go. Oh wow, it's pretty cool. I see it at this arcade one time, and I wish I could see it more. But the company went out of business because nobody wanted to buy the game that time. Way to bring it down, Bruce. And being honest, I was like, "Oh, I, I don't mind the Foo Fighters. Guess what? I wish them all the luck with it." I wonder if Taylor Hawkins is in it. I would figure he probably is. Yeah, I guess they had to have started it a year ago, and I doubt they would have removed him. Yeah. I mean, do they have another drummer yet? Because they're supposed to be touring this year. I know. I don't know they're if they've announced announcing anything. They're, they're going to be announcing a tour, I think, next week or two. Yeah. How about the third pinball maker putting a little teaser video out? Also, Not a teaser video, but a teaser picture. The third pinball maker? Who's the third? Okay, Bruce, who's the third pinball JJP. maker? JJP. Oh, God. You mean There's the troll? Picture. There was a picture of him with... He posted a picture of himself with these... Um, Big like posters. um, no, they posters. Were, like, posters behind him. One was of Wizard of Oz. Yep. What was the other one? Wonka. Wonka. And then the third one was some dude from Harry Potter. Yep. Wait a minute. Isn't that the is that the guy in Harry Potter's name's Ron? Yes. Okay. So Ron from Harry Potter behind him. Is that a tease? Is, is that, that a, is that a tease? Is he saying it's not Godfather, which everyone else is saying it is? I have not said anything. I I don't know. I have heard Godfather. I don't know. I'd rather see Harry Potter than Godfather. Well, yeah, probably, I guess, as far <laughs> as a pinball theme. Yes. But, I mean, he's trying for family-friendly things. He's always no, said he's this. No, he's not. Yeah, but he doesn't own the company anymore. The other the, the other investors do. And they've yeah, already kind of proved by the fact that Godfather, Guns N' Roses, these are not family-friendly themes. Uh, let's see. He, he sent a picture of him with those posters. Mm-hmm. 
And then someone said, Godfather. And then he, Jack said, I'd hold on to my money for a few more days. Ooh, so maybe they're going to release it right after, right after the Foo Fighters. A little jab, jab, jab. Or it's, yeah, or it's just an amazing troll. Well, you were tell, you're telling people to save your money. Well, I said, I told you to save your money. I didn't say it was going to be Harry Potter. Or it could be a thing where they have Harry Potter, but you know that's not the game that's coming out. No, I don't think you know that. And that's coming in in future, so he can yeah, say, no. see, I was right. No, you, you don't want to so. give away that much. No. Okay. It's the cards that you have in your hand you want to be able to play with a little ah. bit. Not like hoping like, oh, I hope I get that full house the next hand. No, it doesn't work that way. So we got, wow, so many games are going to be at the Texas Pinball Festival. Yeah. Because I would assume Foo Fighters is going to be there. I assume Galactic Tank Force, because they said in March. Yep. So I'd assume that's going to be there. Um, I would assume if it's Godfather or whatever, that that's going to be there. Man, there's like so many games. On 60th, supposedly someone's bringing it. Stern ain't bringing it, but supposedly someone's bringing it. That's cool. That's like an insane amount of games. Yep. Speaking of new games, Multimorphic. Mm. Looks like they're going to have a game headed by Scott Denisi called Project Carbon. See, when I first saw this, I thought being that said Project Carbon, that's just a code name because it literally says that it says code name Carbon. So maybe it's like another game and that's just the code name. But then I keep reading that. No, it's an unlicensed theme. Okay. I mean, the music will be great. The lighting will be great. Yep. Bowen Karens is doing the rules, so that'll probably be good. I've liked both the games he did when it comes to Alice Cooper and um, Rick and Morty. So I don't know when that's going to be out. Yeah. Another year? Another year, I'm thinking, or maybe maybe they'll announce it at the end of this year. Maybe at a... <laughs> the smart thing for them to do would be announcing it at Expo. And then you get some orders in, you're just finishing up your Weird Al, and you're into the next game. That would be the smart way to do it. But knowing pinball companies, they'll announce it now, take your money for six months to lock you in, and then give it to you a year later. Interesting thing is all the main people on this, I mean, they don't they don't work for Multimorphic full-time. No. They have regular jobs. Like Scott Denise, he works for um, Pinball Life. Yes. I mean, Bowen, does, he has a full-time job. So this is like a side thing for all of them. Yep. They're contractors. Contractors, yes. So Project Carbon, I have no idea what that's going to be about. So I guess we'll see. Carbon steel balls. Carbon steel balls? Yes. I well, love yeah. my carbon -y. Oh, God. James Bond, 60th anniversary, was built per – actually, I forgot to mention this – per Keith – Keith Elwin on the stream, mm -hmm. I, he said a majority of them actually are going to Europe. Yeah. So there'll only be like maybe 200 here. Yeah. Out of the 500. Yeah. It seemed like when the, the our distributors couldn't sell them and couldn't get the ridiculous numbers, the uh, operators over in Europe said, oh, I'll take them. Which, we, it was just, which is weird because that means they have to change the software on them. Because you can't have a 60 hertz and 50 hertz and it's different things. Oh, yeah. They have yeah, they have yes. something that detects if you put it yes. in the wrong thing. Yeah, that's right. So they had to change that a little bit, which probably was a little pain in the ass. Maybe even have to take them out of the boxes or or there's a way to do it at a distributor site. Mm -hmm. One of two things. But yeah. 
It's not going to be a very popular game, but at least we know three will be in the U.S. because they gave away three of them <laughs> for Project Pinball. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, Project Pinball had – once you saw that, you knew they weren't selling here. Yeah. Maybe now they know their limit, their number limit. Eh, they got their money. Did it take longer? Yes. Did it look good when you could say, you know, hey, I don't know. Mm. Too much money. Hate to say it. Too much money. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely too much money. We haven't really mentioned this, but there's been some weird stuff going on with Twilight Zone. Now, CBS Broadcasting filed a trademark for Twilight Zone pinball. Like, why? There was a bunch of ramps for Twilight Zone bought a while ago. Who's making Twilight Zone? Probably CG. Well, it ain't going to be not CGC. Suppo- not supposedly, because supposedly they're not going to yeah. be working with Planetary Pinball anymore. Yes. So probably Planetary Pinball went to one of the other manufacturers and said, hey, you want to keep your line busy? We can do it. But why would CBS get the trademark? I, I don't understand that. I think it was running out. I think it was running out. And then speaking of trademarks, we had Kingpin, one of our favorites. We love yes, Kingpin. We love Kingpin. And it seems like that's now yeah. back into the discussions yeah. for somebody else. Well, originally, Planetary Pinball had it. Then it was abandoned, and it went to the um, Circus Maximus guys yes. in, in Georgia. And you, you had – did you get the translator something I or did. sign up for something I so did. you'll be one of the first or whatever? Well, that's not happening, Bruce, because they let it not. expire. They yes, let they it did. expire, and someone in the Netherlands got it. So do you think it's Dutch? Oh, I guarantee it. So you think it's Dutch? Yeah. So, okay. So you think Dutch pinball got the kingpins. So yep. Plus, they just uh, – they raised their prices on um, – what is it? Um, What's the game they do again? Let me go basket. So bad, I don't remember. Well, because it's been out for nine years, ten years now. <laughs> it's been out for ten years. <laughs> it's just it's the pinball that never ends, and it goes on and on, my friends. So is it like the longest production run of any oh, game ever? Jesus fucking Christ! Think about it, isn't it? It is. It is. They've been building those for six years, seven. I mean. I think it's even longer than they any. Built the first prototype back in 2014. Wow. It is almost 10 years. Wow. And what do they have a production run of? Three to 400, maybe five max. Yeah, but at least they made them finally. And that, well, they still are still a couple people out there waiting for their. Still a couple people waiting? Yes. They still complain about it. People like to complain. Well, if I was waiting 10 years, I'd be fucking complaining. <laughs> oh, holy fucking hell. I'd be complaining. All right. Well, JDL Pinball. They broadcasted a uh, stream of the new Queen Pinball Machine. Did you have a chance to see any of this? Not at all. And that's, I, I actually am disappointed because I didn't know about it until Ron just told me today. And I was like, because that's one of the few pinball machines for music-wise I'm interested in. I love fucking Queen. Actually, guess what? On my vacation last week, on my cruise, the best we did at trivia was Queen trivia. Oh. And I only was I was in second place out of 15 questions. I got one wrong. Mm-hmm. I wonder if our listeners are like, wow, Ron never asked him about his cruise at all. Nope, not at all. Because I was so refreshed for another day or two after my cruise, then went back to work and then got beaten up as all hell. <laughs> So you enjoyed your cruise. I love my cruise. There oh my you go. God. See, I asked him about his cruise, folks. I'll, I'll booked another one. Booked another one already. Whoa. Yep. So, yeah, it was on JDL Pinball. 
I had a little trouble finding it after the fact. I missed the original live broadcast because the the title of it is like um, Ger- Germany Tournament Final or something that has nothing to do with Queen because they he didn't change the name when he first started streaming it, so now it's just wrong. In the um, but if you go under the the video on demand section, it's there, and I watched some of it. It's really fast. I'll say that if you like games, play fast. This game's going to be for you. Uh, it seemed less buggy than it was at the uh, show mm-hmm. when I played. When I played Expo, yes, Expo was doing all kinds of weird shit. I didn't actually, I didn't see any of that here. So at least they got that a lot of that sorted out. They changed the backlash yet? Uh, the ball times seem very long. Oh, they're very, they're super duper long. They gotta you gotta open that thing up. The, the flippers reminded me of like. Um, Gottlieb system three flippers, like super like you can trap yeah. everything. Yeah. Yep. But I, I love the music. It looked fine. Oh yeah. Lots of queen music. Yep. I am immortal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did they say? They said it was at I think they said it was at point eight something with the code mm. or something. I trying to remember. But yeah. I mean, I, it was nice to see that it didn't keep locking up. At least the part I saw or do weird shit. So that's good. And we got the Ping Clash qualifying people. They're still trying to qualify for Ping Clash for the Tokyo Carnage. Uh, oh, yeah. Did we mention it the last episode? No, we did not. That's why I'm bringing it up now. Oh, I, I thought I did mention it the last episode. I think we just did a little yeah. blurb about it. You know, like it's going to be. IE Pinball, Carl D'Angelo. They're doing the Pin Clash tournament again. It's going to be on Godzilla. And everyone has started to submit their qualifying entries. Which you need to get the uh, the biggest carnage bonus possible. Yes, he did a video that explained the carnage bonus, and as soon as I saw the, how long the video was and how long it took to explain it, it's like, yeah, this is too complicated. Yep. <laughs> There's no way I'd ever do this. Yep, yep. Brain cannot process. Sorry, nope, not at all. Even Zach was trying, like you know, just playing. Around. I think he played around once. He's like, no. We're nope, quite I'm, stupid here at the yes. Slam Tell Podcast. Yes, we are. Duh. Which white did it go? Yay! Which white did it go, George? I don't understand it, George. What's going on, George? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else? It's about all I got for the regular regular shit. Mm-hmm. Ball bag time. <laughs> okay. I noticed that was on the fuck yeah. This podcast is short. It's like they can't all be winners, folks. We try. I'm a winner, always. Uh, yeah! Peace for every one of us. Stand for every one of us. Yes, exactly. See, I didn't even need to say the words. He's just a man. With a man's courage, you know. Keep going. Nothing but a man that can ever fail. In the good of heart and defining. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we, we got an email from, uh, well, I won't read this one, but from Rob. He's going to be visiting the Rochester Pinball he Collective is. in March. Yes, he's coming by to say hi and hang out. Is he going to get to play 50 games or 49? 49 still. 50, we were working on a little bit. It's getting closer. Okay. Okay. We had a lot of weird stuff going on this past week, including in a tournament, but we'll talk about that a little later on. Let's see. We got an email from Robert Byers. It just says, fuck yeah, brother. Fuck yeah. There you go. (coughs) Oh, man. 
still feeling the effects of that stair climb. Oh, did yes. I mention that? I don't think no, I mentioned not. that. That was Ron, before we started recording. Yeah. Yeah. Ron Ron climbed the building. The 42 stories uh, of the Corning Tower, the tallest building in Albany. Did somebody die at uh, fall down the stairs? No, no one fell down the stairs. Fuck. <laughs> the, the funniest part is I had um, my Back in Black ACDC album. So I, I start that off. Uh, I, I skipped Hell's Bells. I wanted something with more energy to start. So Shoot the Thrill. I started with Shoot the Thrill. Yeah. I get about halfway up and it just stops. And I'm I can't check it because I'm going up the stairs. So when I finally get all the way up, I look at it. My Bluetooth on my phone just shut off. Like it just went from on to off for no fucking reason. Wow. I didn't hit a button or anything. I had it locked screen, so I couldn't have done it anyway. This is why I fucking hate technology. I'm not kidding. That makes no sense. Ron is immortal. No, no. I, I made it up. I have no idea what my time was, though. Wow. I got to the top and took at least, yeah, had at least five to ten minutes of recovery time. Yeah, I can imagine. And I saw it was snowing out. Like, it had started snowing. So it I was, was like, shit, I need to hightail it out of here and get home. <laughs> so I never saw what I did. You would never be able to live in Rochester. I think it was a little over – I just didn't want it. I wanted to get home. It's a little over ten minutes, I think I did. So it took you 30 minutes to get there. From your house, right? Uh, no, no. 15, 15, 20 minutes. Okay, so round trip, 40, 35 to 40 minutes. Yeah. Run up, down, 10 minutes up, elevator down, another five. Uh, well, 10 yeah, minutes of recovery. Time. Yeah, so you wasted at least a good two hours when you could have been at the RPC. Uh, yeah, driving through the snow to go there. No. It was beautiful. No, it wasn't. It's beautiful. You saw the beautiful snow. Beautiful snow. Down. Yeah, okay. If Steph can make it, you can make it. That makes no sense. She lives there. But Steph still hates snow more than you. Uh, okay. The next email is from Eric Russell. See, uh, let's see. I'll tell Stern where I was when they were selling Stranger Things. I was standing by my uh, standing by with money in hand, waiting for any point in time when the premium model and the UV kit for it were both available to purchase at the same time. Ta-da! Anytime I looked, at least one of the two was not available. Ta-da. I would still be interested in buying one if that happened. Or better yet, if they would just ship the premium with the UV kit already installed and increase the price a bit to compensate. Yep. But no, they just did this half-assed thing, which they're doing right now with all these other games. Guess what? Concentrate on the fucking game and the accessories for the game at the same time. The issue I have with Stranger Things is the fact that they had all the, I think I said this before, they had all the initial issues with the premium and then they had all the bulletins of all the shit you had to do to fix it. And if you were sitting by saying like, ah, just wait for the next premium run because that shit will just be fixed with it. But they never did another premium run. Nope. And it's it's terrible how they look at it. Like, you know, it's just like, ah, you know, we'll be able to do this and get it done. No. Guys, sell the product. Like, how, how's your Godzilla topper doing, Ron? Uh, what topper? There you go. Here's my How rush topper. Out? Here's my rush topper. Oh, yeah. yeah. Godzilla's been out for... Thank you. You know what I would do? I would have the rush topper come out before Godzilla just to piss yeah, people off. Yeah, just be an asshole. Yeah. Do it, but Stern. It's just, it's just fucking stupidity. Okay. Let's put out the accessories. I got my brand new car. My brand new Honda CRV. I got... Oh, 
I want to go buy something for it. Oh, sorry, sir. We're still selling accessories for only 2021s. You got to wait two years before you get your accessories for your 2023 car. But that makes no No, sorry, sir. Sorry. I like Bruce's venting. It's the truth. It's, it's, it's entertaining. Is it the truth? Tim Lee. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Says, I'm writing you this email to express my disappointment and frustration with the new song by Glenn. <gasps> I was totally disgusted with the fact that it was littered with F-bombs, uncomfortable call-outs, and references to games that no one even likes. Fuck yeah. I would expect more from a family-oriented podcast. <laughs> This sounds like the garbage I hear over at the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast. You need to have higher standards. Yours truly, Tim Lee, Tribe Number Twelve, and Glenn's Pinball Bestie. P.S. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll get to hear part of the song at the at outro of every episode now. Yes. Let's see. Uh, here's an interesting one. Oh God, this goes into what we were just saying. Uh, yep. Okay, they worked. <laughs> this is from Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. He's got some questions for us here. Hello, guys. Hi. I wanted to reach out to get your opinion. Okay. Uh, That's one thing we know. Bruce has opinions. I've been playing pinball all my life and have been collecting for the last 20 plus years. I have been a rush. He's allowed to to comment now. Oh, he's allowed to comment by, uh, yes, Dave Fix. He can comment. Yes. That's right, baby. You've been in over 20 years, baby. That's right. You can definitely comment. I've been a Rush fan even longer. So I might be biased in this opinion, baby. So he's a Rush fan. Mm -hmm. Okay. It seems that Stern doesn't really give two shits about the Rush game or its owners. Ooh. Here are my examples. When the game was released, it went through Scoopgate. With many playfields getting chewed up around the scoop from either no protection or flimsy aluminum foil fake cliffies. Yes. That, That did happen. Yes, it did. Totally true. The game was released with several issues with the ball not registering switches in the loops. Yep. Had to have aftermarket mods created to fix it properly. Stern mm-hmm. is just now addressing this. Yeah, the, the inner loop thing, some games it seemed to work. In some games, and other games not. it didn't work at all. Oh, it's terrible. They had an LE at Fantastic, and it didn't work ever. You thought maybe they missed the switch. Did they forget to install this thing? Uh, <laughs> down on the bottom underneath the cabinet? Yeah. Uh, again, Southern accent. What are we saying, Bruce? No. Playing offensive. <laughs> Cletus. Cletus is kids. What are going on here? Oh, no. <laughs> Simpsons here. Shooter lane issues where soft plunges would rattle and fall back to the shooter lane. And the major- majority of the time. Stern's fix software update to give you two chances to make the skill shot. Again, aftermarket mods fixed it correctly. I think a lot of that has to do with, uh, remember the, the play field straighteners, their centerers, the little yep. little brackets gone. on the side, they stopped, you know, they gone. They're back, Bruce. I know. Gee, surprise, surprise. So basically, they yeah, they stopped using them at Rush, yep. which I figured it was just because of the cheapness. The cut, no, the cutouts for the expression lighting. But then when I got Godzilla afterwards, it didn't have them. Yep. And then all the games they, they were making didn't have them yep. until now. I think they must have got complaints because Bond, they're back. Yes. So, yeah. I wonder if you could open a ticket. I want my playfield centering brackets, please. Yes. Please provide a template where I must put them in my cabinet. Yep. They couldn't have been that expensive. I I think it was more like a labor thing. They didn't want to bother because you have to mark out in the cabinet where they go. Yep. But guess what? They work. Yeah, obviously, because they – 
They brought him back. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm still recovering from that run. Oh. You got the runs? No, I don't have the runs. <laughs> Idiot. <sighs> Throw me off again. Let's see. Uh, his next his next example. Multiple machines receiving no 10 failures from either wires and connectors not seated into the plugs or wire ties over crimped and pinching through wire insulation. Owners having to wait long periods to get replacement boards from Stern. Okay. Yes, that has been a very common problem. Yeah, let's talk about that. So. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Stern is aware of this issue. Oh, they are. Well, they, they have know to because they're selling kits. That's right. They're not selling kits. Here's the deal. For those who don't know what we're talking about, in the bottom of Rush, you have all your node boards. The node board number 10 is used for the, the two motors for the on a premium. So it's just used on the premium. So for the up-down ramp and the uh, clock. Now, they did a couple things wrong here i guess you would say um both the clock and the um up down ramp the wire ties that they used are way too fucking tight ridiculously like cutting into the wiring tight yeah uh, i couldn't believe how tight they were i mean it, it, it's you take them off and you could see just where they just crunched ground on the insulation the issue with no board 10 let me back up again is if the game is on and the node board loses connection with either the clock, the clock motor, or the up-down motor for the ramp, it will fry instantly. Yeah, which is, makes no sense. They probably need a node board redesign. So maybe Spike 3, but there's no way they're fixing, you know, they're, they're going to totally change the node board architecture no. until probably the next you know, system iteration. So You're stuck with it. You're stuck with a lemon. So... You need to make sure nothing happens where they get disconnected. But obviously, if you got these tie wraps on way too tight, if they cut into the insulation and then the wires touch, you know, and you get some kind of short or something. You're going to blow the board up again. There goes your node board. The bigger issue is the motor they use for the up-down ramp. For a majority of them, they have the wrong connector pins on them. Mm -hmm. It's a 26-gauge wire, and they used connector pins for 24-gauge wire. Which isn't a oh my god or but the way it was crimped and the actual pins themselves, they're barely on the bare wire. Mm -hmm. And if they come off, it loses connection. Guess what? Boom boom. There goes your node board 10, fried. So what Stern has been doing is if you have a situation where that's fried, the kit they've been sending is basically the a new node board and a new motor. There's nothing actually wrong with the motor, but they're no, obviously not going to send a person, uh, here's connector pins and a crimper, fix it. No, they're just going to send a motor. And it's one of those deals where I think they're not going to just send them to every owner. They're going to do you it on a case-by-case case basis, ask, and, they're, yeah. and they're probably only going to do it if it's fried. If you can get somebody to talk to there about it. That's another problem with that company. Their service it's just doing a nosedive. Well, have you called them lately? Yes, I have. Well, what's lately? Uh, like a month and a half ago. Okay. And you know what I got? What do you get? Please leave a message and someone will get back to you soon. Or you contact us at sternpinball.com. Did they get back to you soon? No. Wow. Did they get back to you at all? No. Wow. Then I tried to email a couple times and I just get, forget it. It's not even worth it. They don't respond to here's here's the funny thing. You get the catch twenty two with this. Certain 
distributors tell you to go through them. Certain distributors then will go, oh, I can't talk to you. Talk to Stern about this. It's like, it depends on what mood everyone's in that day. Uh, uh, oh, it's like, I got this issue with my node board. Oh, you have to go talk to Stern about that. Okay, Con- try to contact Stern. You get the, oh, you should talk to your distributor about that. What the fuck? It's like, it's like the fucking Benny Hill song. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then you finally get mad enough where you're like, no, I talked to Stern already. They're telling me to talk to you. Oh, okay. Or the other way around. My distributor told me to talk to you. Oh, okay. If you want us to go to your distributor, make us go to the distributor all the time. If you want us to talk to you, let us go talk to you. But the problem is there's not enough people who are good enough at Stern Pinball service to talk to. Back to the Note 10 thing. Well, that just leads to it because there's so many issues with their quality right now. This is the problem. So for the Note, the Note Board 10 thing, what you can do, if you want to be proactive... Sell the game. No. No. <laughs> No, you basically remove the clock, redo the tie wraps on it so they're not crushing the fucking installation. As soon as you get the game. See if they've damaged anything and just put tape around the thing so it doesn't short against anything. Uh, Same thing with the the up-down ramp motor. Take the motor out, redo the connector. There's actually pin side as opposed to tells you what pins you need, what tools you need. Well, if you don't know what you're doing, I'm not going to say do this. And then, well, Slam Till Podcast told me to do this. If you don't know how to crimp wires, don't do it. But I'm saying if you have the right tools and the right crimper, it's not hard. No. You can just make your own, you know, replace. Because some people who are not comfortable with that, they're like just cutting the connector off and then just putting the wires together. So it's hardwired. Yeah. Which I, I would never do that. Then you can never remove the thing. Well, you can. Just got to turn it off and desolder it. it. <laughs> What? No, you're soldering the wires together. You're you're probably just going to cut it again if you're going to do take it off after that. But yeah, okay. Uh, wow, we got on that one for a while. Let's see next one. Led Zeppelin Premium received expression lights. Rush Premium did not. Yes, mm-hmm. it should have been backwards that way. <laughs> Even with the price increase of the game, I know, and has to purchase them for who knows how much because they haven't been released yet on all capital yes. letters. Yes, I love it. Thank you. Oh, do you think um, you think Foo Fighters will have expression lighting? No, they've learned their lesson. I think it has. To, it, they they have put it on every music pin. Two, the, the Rush, Two. Led Zeppelin, and, and, okay. and this is the next music pin. Why but would they not they're, put it on why, there? Why would it not? Why would they if they can't even get it out for the production stuff that's been out a year? You would really want to piss off your past customers who have been waiting for this for a year and say. But hey, it's on our new game. I think they're going to do it. We'll see. The thing is, it's an extra cost because of the cabinet. They're special cabinets. They have to route out the insides for these kits. That's why I I think, and George Gomez did said, he said they're coming. I mean, I I can't see a situation where they wouldn't eventually make them because they routed out the sides of the fucking cabinets for them. I get to see it every time I look at my rush. I see it sitting there. Empty. Empty. No lights in it. Hey, you can go beep up, beep up, beep up, and there you go. You're all good. He's... I don't get what did I do? Put some LEDs in there and just oh, go. Jesus beep Christ! Up, beep up, beep up. 
No goodie bag inside the machine. Nope. But all games before and after all had them. I had to look at this. And he's right. Yep. I never even noticed it didn't have a goodie bag. Yep. I looked in my coin box where I would have put that. And yeah, there's no extra plastics or anything. Nope. Uh, Stern releases a rush box to purchase uh, that, that includes a key fob that should have been in the goodie bag, shirt, artwork, etc., for $500. Yes, if you want that rush keychain for your game, you have to spend $500. He sounds like as angry as we do. Maybe we should get him on. That, that was a cash grab, the, the rush box. Oh, stupid. This is getting stupid, and that's the problem. They're worried about a $500 cash grab for this stupid parts box when they should be making parts and accessories for the game. Even though sales on the game are going well. I mean, George Gomez said that. He literally said it sold better than they thought it would. He said it was in the death position, which is the position after a huge selling game. And they were surprised on how well it sold. You make a good game and it will sell. The, yet, you still haven't supported the game. That tells me that their their plan is flawed. And the game has been popular in the competition circuit and is in the top 20 on pin side. Stern announces they won't be making any rush games during 2023. Did they actually announce? I think that was more of when the um, production schedule was yeah, released or, or right. they posted. Yeah, that's not right. That could change at any time. but And it's not right. I know it's not. Why? So they can fill orders on games that are less popular and successful? Yeah, Star Wars. Another run of Star Wars, please. Tom, you sound <laughs> really pissed off. You sound like a perfect guest for Slants of Life. He is a fucking perfect guest. Rush was announced in December 2021 and started shipping in January 2022. As of 2-20-2023, there has been no accessories announced for sale. Zero. Again, I am probably biased, but it just feels that Stern is treating Rush like the black sheep of the cornerstones. Curious to hear your thoughts. Their plan is a flawed plan. They even said themselves, we'd expect it to be not a great seller. A representative of the company said that. So in your mind, you would be saying, why am I going to make all these accessories for a game we don't expect to sell? I still think I am holding out hope there will be expression lighting and there will be a topper. Dead silence from Bruce. But he says, keep up, keep up the great work. Thank you, Tom. Crash. Uh, <laughs> wow, you just, yeah, you killed everything there. <laughs> Car crash. <laughs> let's see. Let's put them in the archived email section. There we go. All right. How about repairs? Do you have any repairs? Uh, I've sold some games. Ooh. What'd you sell? I've sold five. I've actually traded or sold five games. I traded my Sea Witch for a better Cheetah, as everyone should. I sold my second Gamatron and my second big game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So I haven't lost any games yet. If you notice this, I haven't lost a game. You haven't lost a game. Until now. I sold Memory Lane. Oh, Memory Lane. And Meteor. Oh, uh, 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 no, yes. you can't do that. Very easy. That's like the greatest Stern ever. No, it's not. It's Steve Kirk. You can't do that. I did because I'm looking for another meteor. That's, of course, a lot nicer. So oh, I uh, OK. OK, that's all right. But, I, but, I, but I did sell mine and they're going to uh, Wisconsin in the next week or two. Wisconsin. I was just there. Really? What were you there for? That was a great segue, Bruce. I know it is. <laughs> I'm the best. I, I was there for the... Um, Point crab. Yeah, the Whopper farm farming tournaments. I don't even know what they're called. 
They have multiple. This is the Winter Open. Yes, they have multiple tournaments. 3X Winter Open. Yes. How much did it cost you to join that tournament? Uh, I, I know how much. Was it 250? 275. 275, okay. It was fun because it was like they did. They tried to do Pinburg. Yes. They did with three games instead of four. Yes. But basically, and, and less rounds, but it's the same thing. So Pinburg was, let's see if I remember this. It was five rounds the first day to figure out what division you were going to be yep. in. And you played five rounds of four games per round. And then you get grouped in whatever. And then you play the next day, five rounds. Mm-hmm. And then the top whatever go to finals on the next day. Yes. And that's what they did here, except they did four rounds and then four rounds and then finals. And they did three games. And they moved it. They had to move a lot of the games around. I like when they have them mixed. I hate when there's oh, a yeah. section with only new shit and then there's a section yeah. with only old shit. I know that's what I did in level zero, but more of that was a space thing because of the back boxes and all that. And where yeah, we move fit. everything around at RPC. But if I had limitless room, I would try to have, you know, old game, new game, old game, new game. Just because if you put all the new games together, everyone plays them and there's a crowd. Yes. Let's see. I was horribly inconsistent. Right. Congratulations, Bruce. I would either get first or last. There was like no in between. That killed me. They had a couple strikes tournaments also, and I finished decent in the first one, and that was about it. And, and even in those, like the first strikes tournament, I took all these strikes, and then I, I had to, I won three matches in a row to not get eliminated before I finally got eliminated. And then the next strikes, I did the same thing: took all the strikes up front and fought off elimination twice with huge ball threes in the last game, both times including a, like an insane NASCAR game where I don't even know how I got the score I did. Then I finally got eliminated. I got eliminated by Alberto, <laughs> my nemesis on, on, Mamory, on Mamory Lane. And where did Alberto end up? I think he was third. Yes, he was. See, yes. so he almost won. We were rooting for, oh, yes, the overall winner. I guess we should say, who, who won that? Who was the overall winner? I don't remember. It literally just happened. I think it was, was Jared August. I think it was Jared. It was Jared August. It was the two young. It was Jared August. And then I think second was Jason Zoller. Mm -hmm. You know, the two pre 20 year olds. And then, because in the finals, you had the two pre 20 year olds and then the two old guys, Alberto and Steve Bowden. I think Alberto was third and Steve Bowden was fourth. That's how you know you're old when you're always rooting for the old guys. Mm. You're rooting for the older guy. Come on, guys, win. That's when you know you're, you're done. We're done. We're done. Well, luckily, we took down the older guy. I'm the young kid at the uh, RPC. Oh, you had a yeah. What happened? You guys had a tournament yesterday. The one that you kept bugging me to go to, and I said I couldn't because I had the stair climb. Yeah, Zach and it ended up being a, a snowstorm anyway. So Zach had a golf tournament with goals instead of scores. What does that mean? Explain. So you had to on each game you had a certain goal to beat, and on that if you beat that goal on that ball, that was your score. For and example, I think volley. The goal was to drop knock down every drop target. Uh, every drop target once. Yep. On uh, Servant Safari, it was you had to move your bar up to th- three, the third three level. Three yeah, rows. Three rows. Three rows. Yeah, a lot of those, I, I I read what the goals were, and I would have needed someone to tell me how to do the goals. Yep. But he did give some good explanations also. And I even stumped Zach on this one. I was like, Zach, there's three ways to get an extra ball on, uh, on Cheetah. He looked at me weird. He goes, well, no, it's the one through five targets. Like I said, that's one way. He goes, and on the back, there's the the three drop targets. If you get them all in the same colored orange, you like the extra ball. I said, that's number two. I said, the third way is to take out the right drop target three times. He's like, oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, the three bank on the right? Yes. Oh, 
I don't realize any of that because I never have extra balls on. So I, I know, but he's you. like, he's like, oh, you're right. I was like, I know. Wow, he said you were right. I know. That's did he record that? I don't believe it. No, I did uh, not either. I know. Damn it. But we did take him out. He did not win at RPC. One of the discords I'm on with Zach, someone actually commented to Zach like he hates everything. And I just thumbs up that it. it's like, yeah, fine, you finally get it. <laughs> you finally get Zach. But uh, he, he did not finish first. He did not finish second. He did not finish third. Whoa. He finished fourth. Oh, my God. He did have a bad luck game. Captain Card, you had to take out three of the four banks. So Captain Card, he did not flip once. Oh, what, five, five house balls? House balls. So who won? Mark did mark of the uh rochester pinball collection the 51 year old or 52 year old mark well who who was second bruce of the rochester pinball collection yeah the retired guy the retired retired guy guy, yeah yeah how's the retirement going bruce yes it's good good because i only play at rpc yeah yeah third andy cushman from syracuse yes so he made it so you can see see he made it ron see and fourth was zach and the b group it was uh bob merlo Behind it was Jeanette for B division. There you go. Did it go well? It went well. You could have used more people, but the weather did screw us up a little bit. Plus, there was another tournament in Syracuse. Plus, you're in Rochester. Plus, we were in Rochester. But hopefully, the word will go out now. We are having a tournament. It's Stomp, but it's it's in the West. It's in Rochester. It's in Rochester at the RPC. Rochester Pinball Collective. So not my puny 30-whatever games I have. We're talking 49 games. You should, <laughs> you should literally call it the 49 Arcade or something. You should embrace the 49 at this point. No, I'm not. I'm going to go to 50. Uh, but uh, we're going to have that on May 20th. So mark your calendars, May 20th. May 20th, RPC. There will be a pre-buy-in. The max is 64 people. Don't ever say pre-buy-in again. I, I will disconnect you. Pre-buy-in. You can't pre-buy. Yes, you can. You either buy or you don't buy. There is no, no pre-buy. Pre- yes, it is. Because the pre-buy will give you a discount. It's not pre-buying. If you buy before a certain date, you get a discount. That's not yeah. pre-buying. You're just You're buying pre-buying before a certain before date. <sighs> I love killing him. Continue. It's just like, it's, it's just like, it's so Well, easy. it is easy. You know certain things you can just bring up. You, you should have said like, Begin the, the pre-buying process, you know, then you really piss me off. The pre-buying process will be starting. <laughs> uh, that will probably, will start this probably on March 4th, I think it was we were talking about. Look at the calendar. And there'll be a price for ordering your stuff up till April 15th, I think. Well, what am said. I ordering? You'll be paying for your entry fee. Uh-huh. And uh, it'll be cheaper by $10. And what, what's the format of this wonderful stop tournament? It will be match play, as always. Yeah, but isn't it like um, two game matches? We'll be doing two game matches for eight rounds. We'll be starting early. And there will also be a tournament the night before, too, on Friday. Wow. A pre-tournament, a three-strikes tournament. A pre-tournament. No, it's, it's not a pre t- – it's a okay, tournament. Okay, Friday pre-stomp tournament. There you go. Uh, that's correct. There you, see? That I see? Somehow you managed to use pre correctly. That's amazing. Yes. Like you have pre-cum. Oh. <laughs> you know what, folks? Before he said that, I'm thinking in my head like, oh, God, I hope he doesn't say – 
And he literally <laughs> says it two seconds later. That's how much we know. This each is other. how much I know him. It's like, oh, I hope he doesn't say that. <laughs> and now that I mentioned it, I can't edit it. So I got to leave it in. I love uh, it. Love it. It's like, I hope he doesn't say, pre- oh, I just <laughs> said it. Because <sighs> he said, that's a correct use of the word pre. <laughs> is it though? It is. That actually kind of is. Oh, God. I don't even want to. Oh. <laughs> Okay, stop. Stop. Okay, so stomp. So we'll be on May 20th. Uh, May 19th, we'll have a three strikes tournament beforehand. We'll offer two different packages. If you want to do both nights or if you just want to do the one, we'll be offering a discount for the Friday also. So if you want to come and do both tournaments, it'll be cheaper than that's doing the whole full price for if you walked in that day. I can't wait to get my package. Yes. I probably will not be playing in it unless we're needed for one extra person. Sure you won't. No. Let's see. Any more? Any repairs, Bruce? Any more? Uh, nothing wacky, but I did sell the games. A uh, couple stuck flippers lately. I don't know why, but uh, binding up on on stuff. Ooh, I'm up to fifteen twenty three. I'm really losing space, losing traction, losing traction. Well, you're retired, results. so you don't care. Exactly, I don't care at all. I can plug stuff. I have another podcast. On the pinball network oh, called Silver God. Ball Chronicle. <laughs> Sorry, did I say that? Again, because he talked over me. Silver Ball Chronicles on the pinball network. We just recorded another episode yesterday. So hopefully that will be coming out sometime in the next few weeks. I'll continue with the plugs. Our website is www.slamtillpodcast.com. Check out the upper right-hand corner. All our links are there. Our email address, if you want to send us correspondence or uh, say how Bruce is wrong about things. I love those emails. No, no. Slam tilt podcast. Sounded at- like our, sounded like our email was kind of biased towards me this time with the. Uh, yeah, with whatever. The, uh, yeah. You interrupted yeah. me again. Slam tilt podcast at gmail.com. I'm all set. You have anything, Bruce? Nope. Nothing. 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 Nothing, honey. So thanks everybody. Episode 201. A little shorter, but you know they can't all be two-hour marathons. Two-hour, two-hour with two interviews on each one. And okay, um, thanks to everybody. Uh, hi Zach. Hello Zach. Hi, fun bonus Steve Bowden. Yep, I'm bonus Steve Bowden, Mister Mrs. Penn, everyone in the cluster Vuck thread. Cluster Vucks are going to be a little more difficult on Mister Zencaster. It looks like it only allows up to like eleven or twelve I people. Yeah, I know. So that's going to be, be very, a little more difficult. Very specific. The cool thing about when we did Skype is anyone could bring anyone else in and yeah, usually would, like, yeah. so it'd be ridiculous. Uh, but whatever. So until next time, bye-bye, everybody. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, James Roth. You buy it! Oh, yeah.
Oh, my.